Welcome, welcome everybody to the podcast. On today's episode, we have SheCommerce World Asia affiliate speaker, Holly Cardu, who is an online entrepreneur and owner of digital platform Pixie. Today, we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and women making their mark on the business world. Here we go. Welcome to the Do More Podcast. Taking your brain across the world, introducing your host and guide across the globe, solo traveler, Jerry Moore. What is up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of the podcast. We have special guest, Holly Cardu. Thank you for joining us, Holly. Thanks Uh, for having me. We are here in Bangkok. We are at the Asia World Conference. Uh, She is a speaker at the the She Conference, correct? Yes. Excellent. Um, So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you? Yeah, so my name is Holly. I'm Uh the founder of a company called Pixie. We're a software and services company for online merchants. Mm -hmm. Um, So we actually provide on-demand image editing and image optimization for retailers. And we plug directly into their store using Shopify's, App Store, BigCommerce, Magento, and uh, also... WooCommerce. Okay, excellent. So why don't you give us like the backstory? Like where, how did you get to this point? Obviously you weren't a, a tech app person right off the bat. No, um, no, no, How do we get there? Yeah, well, it depends how far you want me to go back. But uh, a few years back, I was living in regional Australia in a town of 10,000 people. Uh-huh. And I realized that there were really successful physical stores around me because we were living in sort of like an area where there was people that would come from Sydney and visit, or it was like the wine region. So they would have these physical stores that would make a lot of money, but they had no online presence, no Facebook, no Instagram. This was when Instagram was like beginning to get popular. It right. wasn't really When like some thing. people were talking about it, they were like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, they didn't have business but... page, like that business right. profile. It was right. just the personal profile. But we would post stuff online. So I decided that we would not build a store straight away mm-hmm. and we would build their, um, just their online presence through, through social. Okay. They would get a lot of traffic and people actually physically coming to the store. Like we would post, you know, the collection of new arrivals. They just kept okay. in the store. All these customers would come in and buy it straight away. So then off the shelf. Off the shelf. Okay. So then I realized, okay, what we can do is build that email list and then build an e-commerce store. So we started off building I built stores on WooCommerce, but then mm-hmm. I realized for the retailers Shopify was so much easier because you don't need to know code. Right. So I built their Shopify store and then yeah, it grew from there. But the biggest problem I realized was everybody's content that they were giving me. So their product so these retailers, right. their product photos, their product descriptions were terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but everyone has smartphone why can't they just take a really good photo and have it like looking perfect yeah so then I launched uh, I put up a landing page for Pixie which is my current company yes and one person in another state submitted 800 photos in our third week wow. so I realized like okay I'm onto something yeah. this is like better than being sort of an agency or a freelancer mm-hmm. doing one thing for one person I could like sell to many yeah so talk me through kind of the startup of this. So obviously um, you coming into a field, like a, a tech field almost. Yeah. Uh, so you guys have a physical app, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. so it's, it's not a mobile app. Okay. It's a, what we call a web app. Gotcha. So if you have a store, you can integrate like on WordPress, they call it a plugin. Yep. Magento, they call it, I can't remember. But it's mm. not an app. Okay. But it's basically an app integration. So gotcha. the technical term is API, yes. where one piece of software talks to another mm-hmm. piece of software. Um, Makes we, life easy. Yeah. yeah. We started out just as a 
web page where you could submit your photos to be edited. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did that for a long time. Yeah. But then I realized it would be faster for the user if we integrated with their store so we could pull their content, yeah. fix it, and then push it back automatically. Right. So is this your, your vision the whole time when you were when you were looking at all this and you were in this small little town, when you saw the store, when you saw all this stuff going on, was this the long-term vision? Could you see it going this direction? Like, hey, let's start here at step one, and I think we're going to go to step 10. No, or was it just like, no, start no, at no, step no. one? Start at step one. Okay. I mean, I think for me, I've always been someone who like sees a problem and then provides a solution, but it's a very, I wouldn't say short-term solution, but it's just not a big grand vision. It's like, okay, I'm going to provide a solution to a customer. Mm-hmm. So provide them some value, and for that value, they're going to pay me. Yeah. Um, and then, so I guess it wasn't until I joined an accelerated program uh, that I really realized like what a startup is, what yeah. a vision is, right. what our vision should look like. Right. Um, and then I also moved to the Bay Area San Francisco Bay Area. So mm-hmm. I realized like everyone there thinks really big. Yeah. Australians aren't as good <laughs> at thinking big, so we're still learning. Um, you moved right into the tech center too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 into it I wanted to like <laughs> learn all about it yeah. because prior to this like I had actually built three websites okay um, I built an e-card website I built a travel website when I was quite young like 19 mm-hmm. um, before like I mean this was in like 2006 2007 yeah so like wasn't really I mean that was 12 years ago so mm. there wasn't like a lot of there weren't accelerated programs around yeah or any of that you were like, hardcore community. building program like websites. I'm not well I would like hack together or pay people and I've learned a yeah. lot of lessons like about just giving a whole project to a tech team and getting them to build it because they mm-hmm. don't have your vision um, I know we've diverted off topic but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah back to the vision I guess it was only until I got to the Bay Area or the accelerated program that mm-hmm. I realized like what a vision I mean, yeah. you know what a vision is, but not to think that big. Right. So what were these, what were the big lessons? Um, I want to go back to the beginning when you were kind of new to all of this, when yeah. you were open eyes, when you were just trying to figure things out. Um, what were the hard lessons? Not not like the typical things that people would expect uh, to hear, but what were the really hard lessons that you were like, man, I, it's, that was a tough lesson to learn, but I needed to learn it. Yeah. So I think um, before Pixie and with my travel website, I basically took all my money out of my bank account. I remember mm-hmm. the lady at the bank saying to me, oh, are you going to buy a car? And I was like, <laughs> no, actually, I'm going off down the road to an agency uh-huh. to build this site. And they just had no idea. And I also had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like sketched out all these wireframes and what I wanted to build. So that was a really hard lesson because they couldn't build what I wanted to build. And I didn't have a customer. I'd spent all this money building. Yeah. And I basically lost it and shut mm-hmm. that down. Um, and then the next project, which was the e-card website, I basically handed it over uh, to developers okay. uh, in India. And I just don't really believe in outsourcing, but we can go into that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was really hard lesson because they had said to me, yes, we can build in H. It had to be HTML5 because mobile phones were coming out, iPads were coming out. And right. So it really needed to be HTML rather than Flash. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. And it was an e-card website. So you're going to receive emails. Right. And they're like, yes, yes, we can do HTML5. And like the core part of the product, they had just left. So instead of me like breaking it down into mini milestones, mm-hmm. I just was like, okay, here's the project again, kind of make mistake. Like I learned again how to project manage. Okay. Um, so that was a really big mistake. So the third one I built was actually an online marketplace. And that kind of led to my um, 
of how I got to build e-commerce stores for retailers. I built this online marketplace for people in the country to sell to people in the city. Mm-hmm. And I was sick of spending money, so I taught myself how to build a very basic website, which was on WordPress, yeah. WooCommerce. Um, so that was a really good learning lesson. And then the other thing was, I am still an introvert and I was very much an introvert mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go to stores, but because I was building a marketplace, I had to have the stores before I could sell. Right. So it forced me to go out and talk to customers. It forced me to have a customer before I did anything. Mm-hmm. So that was a really, really good lesson for me. Yeah. Just and so did. the fourth one with Pixie, I literally just put up a landing page. It was like the dodgiest site ever. <laughs> it was literally just a form with name, email, link to Dropbox photos. Right. People would send, like, fill in the form. I would get an email. Okay. I'd go through the folder, count the photos, send them a PayPal invoice. Uh-huh. Then I would send. Then I would get a designer online to fix their photos. Then right. I would send them back another Dropbox link. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. No login, nothing. Simple. Like, if you want to collect your photos, they're in the email that I just sent you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so that's... That, that was, like, going from very complex, mm-hmm. from an agency in Australia 12 yeah. years ago, to like very, very basic. So we try and use that today. Yeah. So like, as I'm listening to this whole story, mm-hmm. it seems like you, like this took a lot of guts to do this stuff. Like it seems like you were going from one thing to the next, like just try, try, try until something works. Yeah. What do you think is in you that, that makes you that way? Because that's yeah. very scary. I mean, you saying that you're an introvert and um, to do these things sounds pretty scary and me and I know too as like running a business and doing yeah. that stuff it takes a jump almost yeah it does but at the same time when it comes naturally it's like I just can't explain why I do it it's mm-hmm. just natural like I'm always looking at like even today I said to my, like someone who's very close to me on my team I'm like I just want to build everything like I just want to have like a zillion businesses yeah so I think for me it's natural um, I think I was always doing things that would give me work, so actual you know, clients who would pay me to do stuff while figuring out and building things on the side. Like um, when I was 14, I realized that there were these expensive French handbags in a department store yeah. and I could get them from the outlet in Paris and have my friends send them to me and I would sell them on eBay because I was like, why should someone pay double the amount just because there was no online? Like this mm-hmm. was in, I don't know. 2002 or something yeah so you were seeing it early yeah yeah so i don't know what's in me i think it's just natural i don't like seeing people get be ripped off yeah i think that's what it is yeah now for for you is 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 work like a is it like a complex interesting problem or is it like the thrill of work what is it that you like about it oh i think everything um, I like being under pressure mm-hmm. I like seeing what I can create um, I like again I like providing people with value and not seeing them ripped off so if I see like there's a really expensive way to do something can I mm-hmm. provide them with a more cost-effective alternative solution um, the other thing that I really enjoy is seeing customers like or clients um, automate their processes like they're doing something that's very slow and cumbersome and there's a better way to do it mm-hmm. So that's why I like creating. That. Yeah, yeah. So so moving back to, to like the Shopify area, I know there's a lot of things going on uh, as far as like the the China drop shipping and things like that yeah. uh, with Trump and everything. What is your feeling on that uh, when this all starts to go down? Oh, that's a good question. I don't look into that too much okay. um, <laughs> because most of our customers are not drop shippers. They've okay. had, they have a physical. Um, 
store or brand that they're manufacturing. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be ways around it. What was really interesting at the she-commerce event that I was speaking at yeah. uh, a couple of days ago was that I think what I would like to see is more makers, so people who are making products, can drop ship. Even if they're selling themselves, open it. You know, so one uh, lady in the audience, she was from Finland and she was making her own product. Mm-hmm. And she was like, can I drop ship? And of course, like, what happens if I become the drop shipper of like for her product around the rest of the world? Because she just wants to focus on making. So I don't think it's just going to be about China. It's going to be yeah. about everywhere. Um, I think the other interesting thing is that like, you don't have to sell to one location when mm-hmm. you're e-commerce. It's like you really need to try and sell to as many places as possible. And I know that's challenging because different like cultures, language logistics right um but i think like if you just focus on one market then if something does happen mm-hmm. with trump then you're basically like shut down your business right yeah. right yeah it's it's pretty risky to, yeah. to put all of your eggs in one basket i was basket. about to say exactly we yeah. try really hard not to put all of our eggs in one basket yeah because yeah your business can die overnight yeah but obviously like with the trends and everything how everything's going e-commerce like online shopping is totally the way of the future yeah, I think so. I mean, the I mean, retail is dying. Even if you just walk around a shopping yeah. mall, you can te- you can feel it. Um, but I think so many retailers are still not online. Mm-hmm. Like uh, another topic we were talking about at the conference was imposter syndrome, and like especially females, we find that we feel like we're imposters. But what's interesting is that when you go talk to re- I was saying when you go talk to retailers most of them actually don't know a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They don't know stuff about online. It's because they haven't actually gone digital. I was yeah. at a shopping mall uh, in Bangkok yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, walking around and I found this shop actually from Shanghai, they said, this label. And I was like, oh, do you have online? They're like, no. Yeah. And I just find that crazy. Yeah. Like, but then I had another shopping experience where I went to the market and it was fascinating. Um, it was just a local market and right. I was trying on a hat and they went through their phone, they pulled out an iPad and they showed me all the influencers and like other people, all the ways they had styled it. And I was like, that's an wow. amazing shopping experience because yeah. I normally pull out my phone anyway to see like, how is this styled? Right. Could I wear it to the races? Could I wear it to this event or that event? And they were already doing it for me. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're going to be, there's gonna be like digital sort of e-commerce or what we call omni-channel. Okay. Um, so selling in store and online. Gotcha. Um, because customers like want a product wherever they are. Yeah, they want to touch it, they want to feel it, yeah. they want to see it. Yes. Yeah. And then they also want to go home and be able to check it. Like I just can't believe the amount of stores you go into today and you're like, oh, do you have a size whatever? And it's not mm. in their store. I'm like, can you check any other stores? I'm like, oh no, sorry, we can't. Yeah. Like, but I want to buy it. Like, can't you just <laughs> here's like, money? Yeah, here's money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's crazy. Yeah. So, so going back, like you said, imposter syndrome. Can you elaborate mm. on that just a little bit more? I yeah, so was... I'm sure men have it too. But uh, about imposter syndrome, it's like feeling like you're not, you haven't achieved something. So even Michelle Obama said that mm-hmm. she has imposter syndrome. Like why would people, she was saying, like why would people want to come and like listen to me? Yeah. And it's so I think everyone feels it at every stage. Like it doesn't matter uh, how far you've come or, you mm-hmm. know, what you've done. It's, you still feel a bit like a, you know, it's not good enough or a fake or. Right. Know. I find it interesting that you said that you feel like that because it's a it's a woman thing. Like, why I do think you think a lot that? of. Um, I don't know. I think 
women aren't as good at being as confident as men. Okay. There is a study. Sorry, I know I'm speaking to you. No, no, no. I, I think is, this is good. I think this is. Yeah, uh, yeah. There is actually a study that shows like men if if there's a job application mm-hmm. and it says you must have all these skills, women are less likely to apply if they don't have every single one. Whereas guys okay. will just be like, oh well, I have you know seventy percent of them, so it's good enough, so I'll do it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what do you think it's how can you, can you, I guess, can you explain to me the, the feeling of being a woman in this situation where you feel like, you know, obviously, um, there's not, there's more men in e-commerce. Um, what is it like? Do you feel any challenges or anything like that? Any extra challenges? No. I mean, I think it, like, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. I don't like Good. S- segregating this yeah. stuff or getting into like, I'm just all for the everything. The product is a product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't bother me. I think what's challenging, we could go into like stuff that I don't necessarily go into. But go like, for it. I think that that's, okay. that's what we're here for, right? Um, is like in tech, so not e-commerce. I find mm. e-commerce is slightly different, even though it's technology, okay. but in tech, in software, building, yeah. like being on the back end of Shopify. So I'm not on the merchant side. I'm on like the B2B business side, right. um, selling to the merchants. Okay. Is in tech, men, uh, I guess we are sort of like, how do I explain? It's just, it's a challenge because not everybody has your best interest. They either, like, I've been mistaken as the admin person mm-hmm. and they don't even, like, say hi to you because I'm also quite short. So I'll be standing around guys who are, like, six <laughs> foot tall and I'm just standing there and they just sort of be like, they don't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. they don't say hi like they would. So you just, it's just um, people, I guess, are a bit more judgmental. Um, and then I guess, yeah, of course, there's, I mean, there's been tons of topics about the whole sexual harassment stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more, you know, you go to a meeting and somebody has a different, they're not there for work, they're not there for business. And then I think then the other challenge is that like, guys bond over beer drinking. So if you go to a networking event, if you don't drink beer, if you don't, you know, party like the boys, Mm -hmm. then it's kind of hard to uh, network. Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm the same way. I don't really drink very much. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. but you know, most other guys do. Yeah. So it'll be like, oh, let's go get beers. Yeah. And like, that's actually when I think the best networking is when you're doing stuff other than work. Mm. So not even networking. Right. It's like, let's go play golf. Let's mm. go play, you know, basketball. Let's go hang out. Um, I do know founders who have like taken up kite surfing because all the investors in the valley go kite surfing. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's not a mass, like a male dominated sport, but it's just showing that they're kind of doing whatever they need to do to go Mm -hmm. meet the right people. Right. So you find that challenging that guys want to do guy stuff, basically. Um, It's not that they want to do guy stuff. I'm happy to go do guy stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, that's when they're like, I mean, even in San Francisco, people go to like the hot spa. You know, and, and I'm not going to sit around in a bikini with like, you know, <laughs> potential guys. investors or guys. Like, right. it's just not appropriate. Right. Um, whereas that's where they bond. Like, let's go to a whiskey bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, I guess it's that outside um, bonding or networking yeah. that you wouldn't necessarily get. But you know what? I'm like, I don't try and dwell on this stuff. Like, I just keep going. And no. So, so what's what's the solution for you? What do you think is the way? Um, to penetrate through this area because obviously it's you know networking is a huge thing yeah and, and how do you get through um, what what are creative ways for creative things that you do um, creative things well I think 
just on the topic of like men and women I think it's really important that women support women I don't necessarily think that we all have to have like women events and men events but it's more just like when you see another female be nice because females aren't always nice to each other (laughs) especially if like you're in the same like I know well I haven't had that many corporate jobs but you know in corporate roles women are like They've already had to fight to get to the top. Okay. So if there's another woman in the way, they're going to fight. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, it should just be if you can be sympathetic to each other. Yeah. Um, and supportive of each other. I think that's really important. Um, in terms of networking, I mean, I go and network. I am an introvert, so I don't love... I, mm-hmm. I love talking to, like, people like this, but I yeah. don't like going... I'm the in. same way. Yeah, like, I you don't... put me in a room with 10 people, and I'm like, holy crap, yeah, there's so many yeah, people here. Yeah, you talk to, like, someone? <laughs> yeah. You just have to jump into five people and be like, yeah. hey. Hi, my name is... Yeah. But, um... I think that's why actually I found that so many people working remote and like in software are mm-hmm. introverts. Like everyone on my oh, team, I realized, is an introvert, mm-hmm. and they realize because they don't need to talk to people; they can just stay home. And, right, right. Yeah. So, so being you were saying like being sympathetic to women, like women being sympathetic to other women. Yeah. Um, don't you think that this is a kind of a a general idea that um, would be better as an overall whole as we should all be better to each other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. I just don't think men are ever mean right. necessarily okay. to women. Okay. So um, you think that... They can be disrespectful or disregarding or, I don't know, think they're superior or whatever. But that can happen in, like, whether you're female or male. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Right. I mean, I think respectful for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think is the the perfect kind of boiling culture environment for a group of, let's say, like 10 to 15 people um, mixed with men and women? And what do you think the best way to push forward would be? Like, what would the the feeling of that group be like? Oh, patient (laughs) in a way. Mm -hmm. Empathetic. I think empathy is really important. Um, And I guess progressive. Yeah. Yeah. Just being progressive to the idea that, hey, we're all We're all in it together. People here, yeah. Like, everyone can win. There's mm-hmm. enough, you know, enough well, And, and why do you think that in the past, I mean, obviously, I think we're, I think we're moving toward that. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, I don't, I don't think we're quite there yet. Um, why do you think in the past it's been so much the other direction? Well, I mean, if we look back in history, I think it's just because more women stayed at home. Yeah. Um, and it's fascinating. Like, I am actually in my 30s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I'm not married. I don't have kids. And mm-hmm. most women would go and have get married, have kids young, and then they wouldn't go back to work. Whereas now women realize that, like, actually you can do both. You can have it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you may not be, like, super mom, but... What is super mom? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What's your, yeah. what's your definition what's super of super mom? I mean, I think this was another topic that came up. I think every woman is super mom because it's, I don't have kids, but it's probably very difficult to have kids mm. and manage everything. Um, but yeah, I just think more women want to have careers. Yeah. They want to do stuff. Yeah. Like I know I would get bored if I did nothing else. Right. Well, like even if I was like, okay, I'm going to stop work. I would end up sitting on the computer on the internet and be like, okay, what am I going to do now? Facebook scrolling, YouTubing, Netflixing. Yeah, but you'd end up, I would end up finding a product to sell or someone to help or right. like end up in like these groups, yeah. you know, these entrepreneur I gotcha. groups or whatever. Yeah. 
So you I need something to get your stop. hands on, something yeah. to stimulate your brain exactly. almost. Yeah. yeah. So, so what do you think is good advice for women who may be listening to this and they're kind of they're kind of vibing with you right now? They're saying, okay, this this all makes sense. I'm there, but I'm not there. I haven't taken the jump yet. What do you think is that second step where they're like, you know, all of this stuff is right. I want to get into something like this. I want to get into e-commerce or my own business or be an entrepreneur or give it a shot. Uh, but maybe they're intimidated or an introvert or wherever it is. What do you think is that first step? Yeah, I've never really thought about this, but now you've just said it. I don't think there is a jump. That's okay. what I'm going to say. There's no jump. Okay. It's like just one day you just, it's not even jump. It's like you've already started reading about it. So yeah. you've already taken the jump. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Next step is like just putting up a page or going to an accelerator program or going to a course or going to a meetup, um, meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's really important is like if you want to do something, you keep doing it. Like if you're already reading about it, keep doing that. Put something out there. Um, but I don't think there needs to be a jump because I think the more we talk about the jump, maybe people get a bit worried. Okay. And then they're like, oh, maybe I don't have the safety net. Yeah. So maybe well, I yeah, a lot there of time there is no safety net. Yeah. Yeah, there's no safety net. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of the the fun of it too, though. I think that I perform the best when the risk is higher because yes. now all of a sudden when the gun's to my head and it's you know ten o'clock at night and I have to get things done, I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna get it done. Yeah. But if you know there's the the option to um, you know hit back and you know be fine, then um, you know I maybe just won't worry about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely think so as well. Yeah. Like I perform better under pressure. Yeah. Yeah, so um, kind of wrapping this up, um, where can we find you at? I know you have Pixie going on. What is going on in the future? Um, where can people check you out? Oh, future? Yeah. As in yeah, what's like, happening? Yeah, what, 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 do you, what do you see? What do you, what do you see happening? Yeah, so I guess going quickly back to where I started, because I was living in uh, regional Australia, mm-hmm. there was, uh, I had to hire people online. So now yeah. our team's distributed around the world. Yeah. Um, and I think the future of work, you know, I was trying to, you know, build teams in an office. And then yeah. I was like, why am I trying to do that? Because other people are telling me that's the right way. Right. It's actually really powerful to build a remote distributed team. You can work when you want. Employees are happy. Um, you can run 24-7 for your customers. Gotcha. Uh, you can learn lots of different cultural things. You have different people on the team from different areas, different countries. Yeah. Um, and I think the future is going to be um, more and more distributed and remote teams. Yeah. There are so many companies you don't realize are actually remote. So like WordPress, which is owned by Automatic, mm-hmm. they don't quote me, but it could be like 800 to a few thousand people who are remote. So is Buffer, so is GitHub um, coding. Yeah. software and uh, I think that's actually going to be the way of the future yeah um, so I'm really passionate about that like a nice dynamic remote team that can yes yeah yeah high performing remote team yeah that's all on the same page and I think that's the biggest challenge is like how do you get everyone in with multiple languages multiple cultures multiple time zones mm. all on the same page yeah and be really high performing um, and I mean, definitely e-commerce is growing, of course. Yep. I mean, you know, I think in e-commerce is going to be augmented reality and virtual reality. Yeah, that's a whole, I mean, we yeah. could go forever. More AI <laughs> machine learning, yeah, we could go on yeah. forever. Um, and then where you can find me, I mean, I'm pretty much on every social channel. Okay. So at? At, well, Twitter, it's at HollyCCC. On okay. Instagram, it's HollyACCC. Okay. Because I couldn't get the other one. I know, don't you hate that? I know, I just want Holly, seriously. Yeah. Um, LinkedIn, Holly Cardew, Twitter. Oh, yeah, I said Twitter. Okay. So, yeah. Awesome. And then uh, they can check you out. Uh, the website, Pixie, Pixie is P-I-X-C. P-I-X-C. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
for any of their Shopify yeah. photo needs. Exactly. Awesome. Well, hi. Thank you for having, or thank you for attending this podcast. Um, Thanks for you're gonna you're gonna be speaking tomorrow, right? Uh, no, no. I spoke at uh, she commerce. Okay. Yeah, was which it? was it started the kickoff of uh, affiliate world. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, meeting with us here in Bangkok and uh, guys on the podcast. We will catch you guys next time. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode of the podcast. It means everything to me that you took the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I know how precious your time is. I know how precious my time is during the day. So the fact that you listen to this podcast and you are still listening to this podcast, I want to thank you guys for your time, your attention. I hope that I brought you something of value. I hope it was awesome. I'm looking forward to doing the next one. If you guys enjoyed this, it would mean the world to me. It would mean everything to me if you could share this with your friends, get the word out about this podcast. Thank you guys for all the support. We will talk to you guys next time. Bye.